Good e oh, good morning, everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm saying good evening, everyone. Good morning, everyone. I'm so happy to return to live. I was um, not here last week. I went to see a shaman, um, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience, to say the least. Um, you know, it was everything that I expected it to be. Uh, he did this incredible ceremony and um, allowed certain energies to leave. Um, and it was just if you it was just an amazing experience to really be there in person with a shaman, because I've been doing a lot of remote healings, like distance healings, which I am totally in favor of. But I wanted to see the shaman in person. And if you've never done a session with a shaman, I highly recommend, but make sure you uh, find a good shaman, somebody who really is experienced. Hi, Intuitive Nikki. Hi, Mr. Sabex. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to all of you. And, you know, I'm so bad. I'm back, you know, to do this live session. And I have pulled the I Ching Oracle readings for four viewers, Kat, Kim Lloyd George, Melise, and Anonymous 496. So I'm going to be doing um relating those eaching messages for four people today and of course as always if you have any live questions please um ask them on the chat if you want me to do a eaching reading for you place the question below this video not on the chat but below this video because i can find it much easier and quicker so if you want a eaching oracle reading for next week place the question below this video, not on the chat. The chat is for live questions. And so um, I, hope, I hope all of you have been doing well. You know, I've been a little, you know, because I'm so empathic, I've been feeling a little down and depressed because of the war, because I'm feeling, I'm feeling the heaviness, the really heavy energy uh, coming from um, that part of the world. And it's, it's weighing me down a little bit. I mean, I, there were days when I felt depressed um, and I'm just trying to work through these emotions of what's going on in that part of the world. And so, um, hello, Melanie. Hello. Welcome from Tennessee. What a beautiful state Tennessee is. I love Tennessee. I've been to Nashville. Um, so what a beautiful state. So if you've been feeling heavy um, because of the war that's going on in Ukraine, I ask you, let's do, let's start doing a little prayer. Let's open with a, oh, you too, Melanie? Yes. Oh my God. I've been feeling, and you know, I, I never watch news and I started to watch some news about the war and what's going on with the refugees. And, oh, it just made me more anxious, more heavy, more depressed. And I have to really, really limit, limit myself in what I watch because all of a sudden I had started to have the worst you know, case scenario thoughts like, oh, nuclear, war, you know, all this stuff. And I just couldn't, cannot get myself in that direction. And I said, stop, moon, stop. And I had to stop watching news because of this. But I really want to open with a prayer for what's going on and on that on that part of the world, which is really affecting everybody on this planet. So please, let's gather our energies together and let's uh, do a prayer for what's happening. Dear God, angels, spirit guides, descendant masters, divine, all uh, celestial energies of the highest good from all over the universe, please, we ask you to be here with us and please watch over and protect those people, innocent lives in Ukraine, the children, the mothers, the fathers, the families that are innocent 
in this war and please protect them, show them a way to exile the country, show them a way. And if they choose to stay in the country, please shield them, provide an energetic shield for their well-being and protection. We ask you to please um, resolve this situation in a timely manner in the way that you know is best, highest good for everyone. And we are, we, we stay, we keep our faith. We make our faith even deeper. Our faith is even deeper, stronger, more resilient in your infinite wisdom, infinite love, infinite compassion, infinite ways to resolve this uh, situation. So we thank you for allowing us to surrender fear, doubt, worries, concern, knowing that you have infinite ways to make all things happen and that we deepen our faith in your abilities, in your power, in your unconditional love, in your compassion. And so thank you so much for allowing us to surrender and provide the blessings and the peace and the prosperity and the, and the protection that the people over there deserve. And so, so that we may resolve the situation as soon as possible so that we can have peace in the world, uh, world peace, because this is affecting everyone. And we ask you to please those who are being <clears throat> energetically affected by this situation, please send that beautiful golden white light for healing and allowing us, each one of us who are very empathic to release these emotions, these heavy energies that feel so, so deep, so heavy that we can release them to you knowing that you have the situation taken care of. And so we ask you again to please continue to send your blessings and your protection to those who are under direct fire of this situation. And we are so thankful for your continued support, your continued love, your continued guidance and your continued protection. And most importantly, you can, uh, your unconditional love. And so it is. Thank you for joining me in those prayers. Yes, Lord, hear our prayers. Sophia, thank you. Hi, Sophia. Welcome from Jamaica. Thank you so much for joining me in that prayer for what's happening in Ukraine. Um, so, okay, before I go into the I Ching oracles, I again want to encourage those of you who need, you know, maybe some mental and emotional support with depression, anxiety, you know, with, with just a, a feeling of fear or, you know, because of what's going around in the world and this, especially this war, please check out our website at om-heals.com, om-heals.com, where we actually custom match you with energy practitioners that can help you release these things, these emotions, these heavy emotions, these anxieties, these fears that do not serve us. And so go to om-heals.com. And there's also you'll see there's, we've started to put reviews of the practitioners um, on the website and on the practitioner page. So there's some reviews that you can look at. So now let's go to the I Ching Oracle reading. Um, so the first uh, question was from Kat. Kat, I don't know if you're here, but if you're not, that's okay, because this is being recorded. Kat asked, what are my blockages and the best way to unlock? What are my blockages and the best way to unlock? Hi, Sarupa. Hi, Sophia. Hi, Pandora. So, Kat, this is the card. I did the I Ching Oracle card pull before I came on just to be more efficient with the time. Um, and I got the card that was received was the Energy 21, breaking, abiding through, biting through. 
So Kat, it says it's time to bite through to the truth of the situation and deal with any obstacles fiercely. It will help to use the determination of an investigator or a judge intent on restoring the world to good order. Who will let nothing stand between them and the truth? What must you do to get to the truth? How can you become more effective? And so, Kat, what the I Ching Oracles is saying is that the blockages is you you want to the blockages is not you know is not really um, addressing the truth of the situation, truth of who you are, truth of whatever it is that you're going through is to really face that truth and find a way to you know because sometimes the truth can be kind of revealed I'm um, not revealed but like there there's a fog around the truth and sometimes we're looking for that you know we're trying to clear that fog and sometimes it takes a little time to clear that fog or energetically our energy is 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 kind of muddied there's a fog in our energetic field there's a fog in our energetic thoughts there's a fog in our energetic emotions and so all of this fog can kind of um sometimes we're not truthful to ourselves and sometimes and therefore, when we're not truthful to ourselves, we can't be truthful to the situation. And that creates a lot of blocks, blocks in being able to make decisions, blocks in being able to uh, attract the right cooperative components, the people in the situations. And so what they're saying to you is we want you to have a uh, take a real courageous stand and say, you know what, I am going to be utterly truthful about the situation. And the way you get to become utterly truthful about the situation is when you become utterly truthful to yourself, you know, because what it is, is, you know, we, we're all kind of having a defensive mechanism as a survival means, right? Sometimes we let, we just says, you know, I'm just going to, we, even though we don't want to face the truth because facing the truth is harder to face and to deal with, right? It could be painful. And so what they're saying is, is, they want you to want you to be more truthful, like internally more truthful about yourself, about, you know, about what's going on with you, be utterly truthful about you. And so when you peel away all of those that fog and you clear the smoke of the fog, then you find that you're, you're returning to your truth, return to truth. And that truth can be, you know, something about, you know what, something that you might not want to even know about, you know, it's too painful to know about yourself to say that, you know what, I, I acknowledge that maybe I don't feel as worthy. I feel really, you know, I feel unworthy, you know, that's a truth that sometimes it's hard to bear, or I'm not lovable. That's a truth that's sometimes hard to bear. Whatever the truth is, you want to return to that truth and you want to have a lot of courageous um, energy to, to get to that truth, to that utter deep truth. And once that truth, you, you know, you align with that truth, your behavior will start to be different. And you will see that the, these blocks will, will, will be released. They'll be, they'll just kind of be the smoke and the fog will just kind of dissipate. So I hope that answers your question, Kath, about your blockages. So the next question is from Kim Lloyd George who asks, <clears throat> will my planned move to Portugal go smoothly? Will my planned move to Portugal go smoothly? So Kim Lloyd George is looking to move to Portugal. She wants to know 
if it's going to go smoothly. And so this is the card that was uh, <laughs> was sent, which is I Ching energy number 37, people in the home, people in the home. It says people in the home cooperate in their shared space and invest in it together. Steadily over time, all involved can grow freely, find their place and nurture connections with others. New things can enter and grow, becoming part of the whole. Where are the boundaries of the home you inhabit? How are you building inner and outer relationships into a home? What kinds of growth does this environment support? Okay, so what they're saying is, is that the move can happen smoothly, of course. But where it is, is that everything flows from a certain uh, balance and energy in your own home. In, inside in your own home in here energetically within yourself and in your home in your own home with let's say a, you know families or maybe your you know spouse or your children so the 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 move to portugal can be smooth if you have that harmony in your own home in here and harmony in the space that you share with that you might share with other people and so if you create that harmony for yourself in the home that you are in now. And also you create that space for yourself, that harm, harmony space in the home in Portugal, the transition will be smooth. It's up to you how smooth you can make it by allowing your energy to prepay that energy to bring about a harmonious home within yourself. This home, this is a home right here in here is a home and the, and the home that you share with other people. Bring that harmony into alignment and you will see that your move to Portugal will be aligned. When you also move to Portugal, make sure you maintain that harmony inside and the harmony within the shared space with others. That's really, really important. And that's, the, that's where you're going to find the harmony, the peace, the smooth transition between, I believe it's the U.S. to Portugal. Portugal is a beautiful country. Last year, I went to Lisbon to a wedding, and it's such a beautiful, beautiful country. And the people there are absolutely beautiful. They're such gracious people, the culture, the food, the people. It's a beautiful country, and it's a very welcoming country. So there's no reason why you should not have this smooth transition when you bring in that harmony within yourself and within the home that you're in, in the shared space. So create that harmony and you will see that smooth transition. So I hope that answers your question. So Melissa Met had a question. What is my future? This was a very, very broad question. What is my future? And so Melissa, this is the uh, message that the I Ching Oracle sent. Energy 28, great exceeding, great exceeding. And it says, when you exceed something, you cross over a line and make a transition. This brings stress, but also a greatness of spirit and purpose beyond the scope of the situation. Things cannot hold up as they are, like the ridgepole of the traditional Chinese house. So there must be movement. Reach out imaginatively and explore what is overloaded. What have you outgrown? What must you do? So 
What a beautiful, beautiful message. Uh, so, Millie's Emmet, what they what the message that they want you to receive is that they want you to stretch. You know, in order, what is what is your future? Your future is based on how much you're you're willing to stretch out, how much you're willing to explore outside, how much you're willing to uh, face your fear, face uh, you know some of these things that you know, that, that, that you might have some of these fears that are blocking you and preventing you from stretching out. They want you to stretch out in areas that you've never explored before and become imaginative, really, uh, you know, really cross, go over that mile, you know, take a leap of faith in something that maybe you might not feel comfortable with. Get out of your comfort zone, reach out, be imaginative, be creative, you know, you want to make this transition into a leap of faith of something that is sounds really amazing, you know, in your mind, it's like, wow, this is so cool. But then, you know, enter, you know, your emotions say, Oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Oh, no, 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 that's not possible. You know, because we're so conditioned by our limiting beliefs, they want you to go out and reach for that, reach for that dream reach for those uh, boundaries that are outside of your comfort zone. And that's what that great exceeding is. Because at first, sometimes when you go out and reach, you know, further out, outside of your comfort zone, it might feel uncomfortable. But in that uncomfortability feeling, when you feel uncomfortable, that is when you grow and expand the most. And I, you know, you grow and expand the most when you feel uncomfortable. And so when, as you keep reaching out more and more and being in that uncomfortable place, you're going to start to become comfortable. The precursor to comfortable is uncomfortable. So you want to reach out and extend yourself to that uncomfortable place. And then you will start to feel that comfort and feeling that comfort. You will start to be in your groove. You will start to be in your flow. And you will start to see how things will expand for your future. So that's what they're saying is go out and reach far beyond your comfort zone. And so the funny thing is the next question is by Anonymous 496. Anonymous 496. This is the how divine and synchronous the universe is. And it's so, so wise. The I Ching oracles are so wise. When I Anonymous 496 had the question, where does my soul need to focus right now? Believe it or not, I got the same, same card, I Ching Oracle Energy 28, great exceeding, great exceeding. The same message for Anonymous 4, 496 as I gave to Melis Ahmet. Get out of your comfort zone. Go extend. Your soul is yearning. Your soul is yearning to expand and grow, yearning to expand and grow. But you can only do it when you have the courage to get out of your comfort zone and exceed, go exceed, go explore the unknown, go become imaginative, have the courage. And if even if it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why does it not matter that it doesn't work out? It doesn't matter because what matters is where you are where you are energetically, right? When you make that transition into that great exceeding where you, you've gone into a zone that you haven't felt comfortable about, then, and even if that didn't 
but that didn't what you call successful wasn't successful. I quote it unquote quote successful, but it really was successful is that you become comfortable with the uncomfortable. And when you become comfortable with the uncomfortable, you will do something else. You will do something even greater, even better for that expansion and growth. So it's about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable here. Your soul is yearning to expand. So they're saying, get comfortable with the uncomfortable, reach out, become imaginative, do that great exceeding. That's what this card shows, great exceeding. So it's the same message for uh, Melis and Anonymous 496. And I think we can all learn about becoming uncomfortable, uh, becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? We can all learn some of that. And I'm trying to become comfortable with what's going on in, you know, Ukraine. I'm trying to be comfortable. I'm, I don't know if I could be comfortable, but meaning not comfortable, meaning complacent, like we're not going to do anything about it. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is, is how can I, how can I stay present with fully present with what's going on here so that I could I could, so I'm not a wreck because being a wreck is not going to help anybody around me, right? Being a wreck is not, how can I still be present, be fully present with what's happening and not get myself so energetically down that I become debilitated? That's, that's why, that's what I meant by becoming uh, comfortable with the uncomfortable in this situation. How can I still be so present with this moment? even though I feel all of this, all of these energies coming and weighing me down, how can I even feel present with that so that I can be, uh, show up as the highest version of myself for myself and for others around me. And so that's what this is about. So now, hi, everyone. Hi, Norseman. Hi, Maha. Hi, Radhika. Hi, Marva. Hi, Brooklyn. Okay. You're welcome. Hello, oh, not okay vom is there is your name vom okay let's let's see what your questions are now hi sophia okay let us sleep love amen lots of oh lots of love to you sri rupa um norseman hi i'm gonna have to go to gym sorry i've been missing your lives oh don't worry norseman we understand much love to you thank you so much um brooklyn i'm glad you like the interpretation okay so brooklyn what can I do to heal from this illness? Okay, is that the question for the I Ching oracles? If that is the question for the I Ching oracles, can you write that? I don't know what the illness is. Um, uh, did you watch the video about, uh, I have several videos for you about uh, how our illness comes out of our emotions and our thoughts and our consciousness. I don't know if you've seen any of those videos. Did you also see the video about that I released last week about the Chinese medicine, how your emotions are paired with the yin and yang organs? Have you seen that, Brooklyn? First of all, I don't, I'm not sure what the, uh, what the illness is, but just to kind of recap what, what's going on in that video and in general, the way illness really works, I always say, you know, when my late sister's son got um, stage four cancer, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer and died four years later. This was over 20 years ago, wherein she got diagnosed with uh, ovarian cancer, which was rapidly raging her body. And um, the first thing that came to my mind, and this was over 20 years ago, the first thing that came to my mind was she got this cancer. And at the time I had no knowledge between the connection 
between the mind, body. And so I had zero knowledge. I mean, literally, I just plucked it from my higher self. The divine just sent me a message. She got this cancer due to years of stress and unhappiness. So I always say her cancer happened due to years of stress and unhappiness. I never say her cancer happened because, uh, you know, that was the main reason. Now, there are environmental reasons, too, why people get, can- you know, these diseases. There's diet, there's lifestyle, of course. But there's, I would say at least 50%, in my opinion, at least 50% or 60% of the reason why people get these illnesses is because of because of the emotional traumas that we are holding onto in our bodies. Because you have to understand the fundamental um, rheumatoid arthritis. Okay, I know about rheumatoid arthritis because I've had it myself. And so all physical manifestation is really just a result of consciousness. So people say, well, what does consciousness mean? What is consciousness? You know, consciousness, the way I can put it is, Consciousness is intelligent awareness. Now, of course, you know, people think I'm conscious in here. They think of human consciousness. And there is a a video where I talk about consciousness, explain what consciousness is. They said, well, yeah, I, I understand consciousness in the human framework, the consciousness in here. But everything in this universe is a consciousness. Your mind here, your consciousness in here is just a part and parcel of the universal consciousness, because there has to be intelligent awareness to have created this entire universe, right? Do you see how, if you just look at our planet, do you see how the ocean ebbs and flow and the waves and how it goes with the moon cycles and the Amazon forests and the winds and the climate, you know, the four seasons and how the animals, um, you know, live in their habitat and know exactly where to migrate for food, for water during which seasons, right? All of that takes intelligent awareness, right? The way the earth just rotates perfectly around, I think it's the sun, that takes infinite intelligence, right? The way gravity works, that's infinite intelligence, right? All of that is intelligent awareness. So consciousness, we're talking about consciousness in a very, very universal way. The mind consciousness here is just part and parcel of that universal consciousness. So look at the universe as like a big pizza pie. That's the entire universe. And your mind is like this one little drop of tomato sauce. So your mind consciousness, which is an intelligent awareness, is part and parcel of the consciousness of this entire universe. This entire universe is manifested, built on intelligent awareness. And so your body, when you're, when you're, when you're, when, when your body is formed, when this all physical matter, including your body, your, your body is a physical form, right? That physical form is dependent on consciousness, is dependent on this energy of this vibrational frequency, consciousness, And in that vibrational frequency of consciousness is intelligent awareness. There's information in there. So when your body gets formed, it's being developed based on intelligent awareness. And so what happens is all all thoughts are part and parcel of that intelligent awareness. Your thoughts are consciousness. Your thoughts that you bring in and you allow to be held in your body is consciousness. 
And so what happens is often what we do is we're holding on to information or consciousness in our body that creates disease. And it's, it's just a matter of duration of time that it manifests into disease. That's why they call it dis-ease. It's a dis-ease in your consciousness. So this consciousness, this information that we might carry, the traumas that we carry. Now, these traumas can come from our childhood. These childhoods, these traumas can come from past lives. These traumas can come from uh, that we inherit from our ancestors. So a lot, and a lot of these traumas, we don't eat, we're not even aware. We're not even, we're unconscious of these traumas that we hold, especially past lives traumas that we don't remember. But what it is, is that when we, when this consciousness come into our body as a baby, it carries that information. And then when you become uh, uh, raised by your grandparents or by your parents or whoever raises you and they, and they, let's say there's trauma in that childhood situation, you're absorbing that information, that trauma, and you're holding on to it. And so then it creates disease. Now, now when, you know, over a duration of time. And so I always say that the, the first, the, for me, when I try to heal my body, when I heal, when my, my body healing, my body for me is healing the consciousness first and doing and, and, and bringing in the environmental, um, the environmental, like the food or the place I live or the kind of chemicals or the non-toxic things, that's my environment. So that to me is like 40%, but 60% of my healing, and sometimes it might be 70 or 80% of your healing is letting go of those traumas in that my that my body, every cell in your body is holding on to those traumas, whether it's from this life, whether it's from past lives, whether it's from lives of, uh, you know, that you've inherited from your ancestors. And so this is the reason why I am so passionate about energy medicine is because energy medicine helps me to release those deep rooted things, the deep rooted traumas. So I always say, I, you know, the way I use Eastern and Western energy medicine and Western medicine is the Western medicine. If you look at a tree, let's say you look at a tree and there's roots at the deep, deep bottom in on earth, right? But you only see the trunk, you see the leaves, you see the stems, you see the branches, right? But you don't see the leaves, right? I say, when you do energy medicine, you're pulling out the roots. When you go see a Western doctor, they're dealing with the trunk, the leaves, the stems, the branches, the things that you can see. That's what a Western doctor does. And now that has value because sometimes you need to pull. If you've got, let's say, cancer and you've got a tumor, I said, go get surgery, right? Don't leave the tumor in there. Get surgery and remove it. Remove that leaf. But behind that, there's a deep rooted there's some deep rooted things that you've got to pull out. You've got to pull out that root because if you want true healing, you've got to pull out that root. The root is what you cannot see. And so this is where I turn to energy medicine. I combine both. I combine both, you know, Eastern and Western. There are times for Western. I say everything serves a purpose, but when I want to get to the root, root, root cause of something, I go energetically because I'm pulling out that information, the roots. And so 
What I'm saying to you, Brooklyn, is that all disease in some fashion is related to those, that consciousness that you're holding on to, traumas that you're holding on to. And so inevitably, when we release those traumas, you know, inevitably, to some extent, maybe it's 80%, 100%, 20%, 30%, your physical manifestation, that disease will get better. How much better? That's a percentage depending on what you're releasing. So this is where you can work with an energy practitioner to help you release those traumas, you know, because the energy practitioner is helping you, guiding you to what those traumas are and helping you discover those things and helping you to release it. All the healing is done by you. They're the, they're the people that will hold the space for you and to guide you to what it is that needs to be released or transmuted. And so this is how the healing and also having the right environment, like the right food that's energetically aligned with your body, having the right environment, having the right thoughts. And the way to also start to heal yourself, the first way is through your thoughts because your thoughts is a consciousness, right? So if you have this rheumatoid arthritis, you've got to find a way to make, to have thoughts that bring positive uh, energy to that rheumatoid arthritis. What I would do with your rheumatoid arthritis is I would have an um, active conversation with it. Rheumatoid arthritis, I love you. Thank you for being here. What is it that you need? What do I need to release so that uh, I can get better? Because your rheumatoid arthritis is telling you that you've got to release something. Physical manifestations are there to tell you to release something. So have an active conversation with that rheumatoid arthritis. You know, I have an inner child guided meditation. I just released um, a meditation about the Chinese medicine, how to release anger to heal yourself. So look at my guided meditations. And I also have several videos about how to allow your body to heal. Brooklyn, go check out those videos. Okay, so I hope that this long winded way of speaking kind of kind of starts to put you on track of where you can begin to start the healing. I would begin by having a conversation with that rheumatoid arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. What do you need? Why do you why are you here? What do I need to learn? And then once you once that comes in, you say, "Okay, thank you so much for being here. You did a great job now. I release you, you can leave, your job is done. Have a conversation because that rheumatoid arthritis is a consciousness. Everything in this universe is a consciousness. So have an active conversation with your body. And then you will know. So have a to find out what that rheumatoid arthritis needs. Does it need love? Does it need to release something from a childhood trauma? Does do you need to release something from a past life? Speak to it actively, Brooklyn. So I hope that can help you. Okay, Swarupa. Uh, okay, I can't encircle myself, shield myself from negative thoughts and vibes. Hearing you, I try, but I can't. Okay, so um, Swarupa, are you saying that you you can't? Are you saying that 
you're empathic and you're receiving all of these negative vibes and it's just coming at you and you can't shield yourself from it. Like for instance, you know, this thing, like if you have people around you who are being really negative and you're saying you're having a hard time shielding yourself from it, is that what you're saying? Um, the thing with that is, is that, you know, I get it. It's not something that, you know, you're going to do overnight, but the thing is, this is that this is why I practice every single day. I do, you know, there's a lot of techniques that you could do. One of the greatest techniques that you could do is EFT. Do you, you guys know EFT emotional freedom technique, EFT, where you do the tapping. I have a video on EFT. And so when you feel emotionally trapped, right, whether it's um, something you feel negative, like recently, like I said, I had this, um, this anger within, within me, and I started doing EFT, I literally started tapping myself, and I have a video, an emotional freedom technique that you could follow. I started after five minutes later, I started to feel that emotional freedom. So when we, when we, feel, when we feel trapped, it means our emotions are trapped. And so by tapping, it's like kind of a form of acupressure in some ways. When you're tapping, you're releasing, you're starting to release that emotion. And so I would suggest to you, Sraripa, do EFT. Go look at that video. Let me see if I can find that video and give you the link to that video, EFT. Do the EFT um, and see and help you and do it every single time. Um, do it every single time something comes up. Why can't I find this video? Emotional, uh, emotional freedom. I don't know why I can't find this video, Sri Rupa. But what you have to do is at the moment where you start to feel that, you want to start to release that. You're just holding on to it. You're holding on to it. So do EFT. Do EFT. That's what I would re recommend for you, Swarupa. EFT. Okay, Marva, you have to know how to separate mental and physical. How can we best heal or know how? Okay. Um, Marva, I'm not sure what the question means, but there is no, your mental will affect your physical. Your mental will affect your emotional, and then your emotional will affect your physical. There's no separation. So when you have a thought, and you repeat that thought, like when you start having a thought, like, let's say we have a thought, like, um, I'm not, let's say even I'm not worthy. You keep having that thought, right? And you repeat it over and over again, it becomes a belief. And that thought will now send chemical reactions to your body. Every thought will send a chemical reaction to your body. That thought will then turn into emotion where you believe you're not worthy. So you feel low, you feel depressed, you feel low, you feel depressed. And as you keep holding on to that low vibrational frequency, it's a frequency, all thoughts and emotions are frequency. You're informing every cell in your body with that information. That's what you're doing. So then, then you're informing every cell in your body because your cell works based on information. Every cell, the trillions of cells that you have in your body is operating because of information that's being exchanged. Right now, your heart is doing, are you telling your heart what to do right now? Are you telling, 
But are you giving instructions to your nervous system? Like consciously, are you giving instructions to your heart? Consciously, are you giving instructions to your organs? Are you? No, because your body has infinite wisdom and it operates based on consciousness, based on information. So what's, what, what is one of the most powerful information is your thoughts, your thoughts. And a belief is a thought that you just have a thought that you've repeated many, many times. That thought will create emotion. That emotion will create a state of being. And your, every cell in your body is receiving those emotions. And then it turns to disease over a duration of time if the emotions are low frequency emotions. And so there's no separation between the mental, the emotional, and physical. There's no separation. Now, um, so th that's, that's what I have to say about that. I'm not sure. Maybe you can um, clarify your question, but there's really no separation. There's no separation between the mental, emotional, and physical. They're all intertwined. Good afternoon, Kim. I uh, answered your uh, Iching question at the beginning of the video. So after, um, after, after I leave, you can rewatch the video and I've answered your question, Kim. You're welcome, Brooklyn. And I have a lot of videos on this topic. I have a video, you could look at the Chinese medicine video that I did last week. I have a video about how to allow your body to heal. I have a video, you know, this is a topic that I talk about all the time because I have my own health issues and I've never been hospitalized is because of this, this information, this work that I do. And I do a lot of energy healing myself. Sarupa, okay. Do you know which crystals can minimize the pain from the arthritis? Okay. There's no, you know, the thing about crystals is a lot of people think that for some reason that one crystal will necessarily do the trick. Um, I don't believe in that. I believe that the crystal that you really resonate with will do the trick. You know, so 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 my thing is this is that I look at the crystal and I said, you know what? I feel really connected to this crystal. Like at the time when I I pick out a crystal, I pick out a crystal that I feel called. I feel intuitively like it's just grabbing me. Like and I have videos about crystals, right? In that first video I talk about which crystal just do you feel drawn to? Like, which one, which one do you feel called to intuitively? Because if you, if you hear, you know, all the practitioners that use crystals, you'll hear that they just felt, they always say in their story, I feel called to that crystal. I feel drawn to that crystal. So my recommendation is to get the crystal that you feel drawn to. Where do you feel drawn to? Because that means you have a resonance with that crystal, that frequency. And when you have a resonance with it, that will be a better way to start, you know, to help you to heal because you have to have a resonance because your energetic blueprint is different from that person's energetic blueprint is different from that person's energetic blueprint. Right? So if I tell you, like, for instance, if, if, you know, if, if you had cancer and there's a chemotherapy for that, for that cancer, that chemotherapy will work differently on different people. Different people will have different results. Like, so when my sister, you know, got chemotherapy, that chemotherapy worked differently on her than it did on somebody else because of different energetic blueprints. So it's the same thing with crystals. It's like, 
that crystal, that one crystal, whether it's a rose quartz, it's a tourmaline, or it's a smoky quartz, whatever, that crystal in some way will work, will not work the same with each person because each person has a different vibrating at different frequencies. And so that this is why you want to pick a crystal that you feel resonance with, just as if you were to pick a doctor, right? When you go see a doctor, you want to see a doctor that you resonate with or energy practitioner. There's some resonance there, right? Otherwise that session is not going to go well. So I recommend that you quiet your mind and pick the crystal that you feel resonance with at the time, because also because your frequency is different. So that's my recommendation for that. Kate Lewis. Yes, it is a practice. It is a practice. Everything is a practice. And so um, Sarupa, if, if you're, make sure you're doing the practice, do the EFT every single time you feel that. And also, you know, there's lots of, um, and I'm going to do a video about how to protect your energy as an empath, because I'm so empathic myself. And so I'm always calling on the divine light, the light of the dragon, the fire light of the dragon. And I'm asking the dragon to always protect me, protect my shield. And also constantly doing energetic showers, Sarupa, you know, doing the energetic showers constantly. Also, when you take a shower, like actual shower, you know, at night or in the morning when you go underwater, that's also an energetic shower. What I would do is when you take a shower, ask, please just see the water just cleansing all of that negative energy and, and, and going out into Mother Earth. Just see the shower, just cleansing, visualize it, constantly visualize, take that energetic shower, use the light and constantly cleanse yourself. Um, Radhika, will you help, will Radhika, how will I help my husband with his problem of brain shrinkage? Uh, okay. Not sure. I don't know what brain shrinkage. <laughs> wow. Brain shrinkage. Um, you know, do you want, do you want me to pull an eaching Oracle card for that? I feel like I should pull an eaching Oracle card for that. Why don't you write that question down at the uh, video below this? And I will pull an eaching Oracle card for that and answer it next week. Uh, because uh, I've never actually even heard of brain shrinkage, but that could be very, I couldn't only imagine that that might be you might have a lot of fear and you're trying to help them and you feel helpless. And I understand that, you know, when my sister had stage four cancer, everybody in my family had felt helpless. And, but that feeling of helpless, um, where, where you can really help where you can, well, where any of us can really help people who are sick that are around us is to show up with presence. Meaning that when you show up, when you're in front of that person, you don't show up with um, helplessness feeling. You don't show up with um, a feeling of this is a disaster. You don't show up with a feeling what you show up with full presence that you are fully there giving them compassion and love, that energetic compassion and love. That's the greatest way to help any patient is to just be fully present with them. You don't have to figure out all this uh, stuff about the, um, you know, how to shrink this brain. And, you know, you don't even have to do that. What, where the power becomes so um, 
I always say love is the greatest healing energy because it's the highest vibrational frequency. When you show up with somebody that you say is sick physically and you show up with absolute presence, with love and compassion, just, but just being in the room with them and showing up with love and compassion, that is a, a incredibly powerful uh, healing energy. And the other energy that you want to show up with is you want to connect to their infinite part of them, their perfect part of them, right? What we see is a physical kind of sickness. You want to connect with the wholeness that they already are, the wholeness that they already are. There was a thing about uh, Dalai Lama says, if you ever want to heal somebody, if you want to heal somebody, the best way you want to help to heal somebody, the best way to help them to start to heal is to see them in their absolute truth, which is wholeness. So when you come from a perspective of wholeness, that this person is already whole, you're sending that wholeness energy to them and they have a better chance of healing. When you come to when you come to their presence with a um, perspective that they are sick, that they are not whole, you're transferring that energy to them. So this is the reason why when you show up with just love and compassion, you're showing up with wholeness and seeing them with wholeness because you're connecting to their soul level. Their soul is absolutely whole. They're, they're, they're divine. They're, they're, this energy, their, their truth and authentic self is this wholeness as it is. And it's just, this, this, the body is just kind of a vehicle, a temporary vehicle for it. So if you can connect with your husband on that soul level, you would have a better chance of helping him to heal whatever that physical ailment is. And oftentimes what we do is we show up as if they are very sick and then we're transferring that lower frequency to them and that's not helping them. So the best way that you can help your husband is to connect with his infinite wholeness that he is, his soul, his truth, and show up with love and compassion. And that's not to say that you're not, he's not going to go see doctors. He's not going to get treatment. That's not to say that. That's not to say that. But when you show up to him, the way you perceive him is going to affect his health. You want to see, uh, see him with wholeness and you want to show up with absolute presence of love and compassion, no judgment and, 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 and trying to, so what you want to do is you want to show up clean, clean, do some meditation, release the fear, do some EFT before you be present with your husband, do, do your own cleansing. So you could show up with love and compassion and see him in wholeness, because that will be the best way that you can help because, you know, you, you know, you know, that, that really is, it's a very powerful energy. So I hope that helped you some Radhika. You're welcome, Marva. Hello, Isabel. You were drawn. Okay. Melanie, you were drawn to selenite and clear quartz. Okay. Then start with those, start with those. And what I would do is, you know, I, I think you've seen my two videos and crystal, how to clean it and things like that. You can clean it under the moon. You can clean, you can sage it by cleaning it. You know, there's different ways to clean it before you use it and, you know, clean it every so often, you know, cause it will absorb a certain energy. And so you want to clean it at certain points. You're welcome, Melanie. Radika, okay. Radika, yes. I would love the Oracle. Okay. So why don't you also place that question, Radhika, under this video, and I will pull under the video, not in this chat, because um, 
next week I will pull an I Ching Oracle card for your situation. So please write the uh, question under the video as well. You're welcome, Radhika. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, right. Exactly. You have to send him positive vibes because when we see somebody say, you know, because I, my, you know, my husband went through recently. He went through surgery. And then in 2017, he went through three surgeries and there was a part of me where I understand how you feel. That was a part of me that just like panicked, right? I was in like fear mode, right? And I realized I was like, oh my God, I'm transferring this to him. I was in fear mode. I mean, it, it, he, in January, he had a surgery in 2017, he had three surgeries. So I understand. I resonate with you, Radhika. I, I get it. I am not. Uh, blind to having somebody around you, you know, that have physical challenges, but I, I wasn't helping him because I got into fear and then I was transferring that fear to him and that's not going to help him heal. There's no way because he's going to get fearful, right? And fear is a low frequency energy. And that low frequency is not going to allow him to raise his frequency. What it is, is, you know, it's, it's this simple disease is low frequency and health is high frequency. And this is why one of my law, a favorite law of attraction teacher, Abraham Hicks, she's like one of my favorite. She says, you know, people get cancer diagnosis. It's not the worst thing in the world to get that diagnosis. Now, you know, when my, you know, for most of us, it is, it's like, oh my God, right? But what, what is the point that Abraham is making? When you have cancer diagnosis, it's this frequency. Whatever that cancer is, it's a frequency, right? So if you want, to heal, you have to raise the frequency. That's all you need to do. So even if you have stage five, let's say you have stage four cancer and you think it's a kiss of death. And I've seen people, there was a woman named uh, Ruchi who, who her, the, the, the doctor gave her six months to live. She had cancer and gave her six months to live. And she didn't do any chemotherapy. She didn't do any, and I'm not against chemotherapy. I think she didn't do it. She says, okay, doctor, if I have six months to live, I'm just going to do it on my own. And she went, became raw vegan. And now she's still, she's still here. So what happens is that stage four cancer is a certain frequency, right? That's all it is. It's a frequency. Health frequency is up here. So what you want to do is whatever that frequency is of that cancer or that disease, you want to raise it to the here. You want to raise it. And when, when, when you have thoughts of that, my life is over and the doctor says you have six months to live, what's happening is the doctor's not doing you a favor by saying that, not doing you a favor, because what it is, is often we hold our frequency down. When we get these horrible messages, we hold it down. We can't elevate it. We can't elevate it. And so when we have people around us that are also having lots of fear, and we're trying to heal and they're giving us, you know, they have fear and we could feel it. They're not helping us move our frequency up. The people around us that have fear and all these negative thoughts, they're not helping us to move it up to health frequency. And this is why the best, this is why when you show up with a low frequency, you're just holding your, you're helping to hold your husband's frequency down rather than raise it. Because health is a frequency here and disease a frequency here. It's that simple. It's that simple. You, that person has to just be able to raise it. And so when they have people around them that are being so negative, 
you're not helping them to raise it. And this is the reason why you want to see him in wholeness. And you want to see him in wholeness because then he'll feel that and he has a better chance of raising that frequency, raising it, raising it, raising it. And that's what this is about. It's about raising that frequency. That's why when you have stage four cancer diagnosis, it is not the kiss of death. The reason why it's the kiss of death is because you've got all this stuff here, this all this negative stuff, and you can't raise the frequency. But as long as you could raise the frequency, that stage four cancer is not kiss of death. How many times have you heard people that had the worst disease and you see stories that say, oh, I survived it? How many times I, I, we have a practitioner here that she, she had throat and neck cancer named Denise DeSimone. She's on our platform. She had throat and neck cancer, stage four, stage five. The doctors gave her six months to live. She, and you know what? Six months to live. And she now, uh, 15 years later, she's still here. Why? Because she, she, didn't, she didn't listen to all the white noise that that was her death she was able to raise her frequency. That's why she's still here. Literally, there's a video of her, Denise De Simone. Watch her video, you'll see. She had stage four broken neck cancer. They gave her six months. She's here uh, 15 years later. You just have to raise that frequency, okay? Melanie. Um, oh, great, Melanie. I'm so glad that you watch a lot. Okay, I'm glad that it's helping you. I broke a few bones in my foot and trying to keep my energy in good health. Oh, good. Okay. You know what, Melanie? I also broke my toe many years ago. I have one toe, my big toe that I broke. So I understand about broken, <laughs> broken um, foot. I had it many years ago. So let's, let's all just uh, give, let's all give Melanie. Um, but I, I, I choose to see you in wholeness, Melanie. Let's all give her a little blessing and prayer for her foot healing. Dear God, angels, spirit, guides, divine masters, please. Thank you so much for allowing Melanie to join us. And let's everybody in this room, let us send us her beautiful healing energy of love and blessings for her foot to heal beautiful and effortlessly and so well. And so we thank you so much for sending extra, extra uh, healing light to that area of her body and just love it so much that the frequency of her bones and that her foot just uh, raise and she will heal. And we know that she will heal. So we thank you so much. And we see Melanie with such wholeness, with such completeness. We do not see her as sick. We do not see her as broken. We see her with wholeness, only wholeness with love and blessings with infinite possibility to heal. So thank you so much. And so it is. Namaste. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nazish. Wow. What a beautiful name. Nazish. Okay, everyone. So if you have a question for the I Ching Oracle uh, for next week, put it below the video, not in the chat, below the video. And um, I will be happy to come back next week to answer more questions. Hi, love and soul. Wow. Yeah. Blessings to Melly. Thank you for joining. You joined us at the very tail end. Um, so write your questions if you have any eaching Oracle questions, write it below here and I will pull a card and answer it for next week. You're welcome, Melanie. You're welcome. Um, I think it's really important that we all support each other. We, we should all support each other. And I thank you so much for being here and really supporting each other. You know, this is a community here. 
Um, and you guys give me so much support and I hope that I could give you the support back. So let's let now close out with a prayer. Um, again, let's send prayers to what's happening in Ukraine. Let's all send some uh, positive energy in that direction so that uh, the innocent ones do not suffer any longer. Dear God, angels, spirit, God, send a master's divine, all intergalactic energies of high vibrational frequencies, all of our spirit teams, thank you so much for allowing us to open this space. We ask you to please, again, send such beautiful healing energies um, to the people in this room, to the viewers in this room, whatever their issue may be, whether it's a health issue, money issue, relationship issue, energy issue, please allow them to receive the beautiful white light of healing, of love, of compassion, and send it for their extra healing and love. We ask you to please, 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 again, protect the people of Ukraine, the children, the mothers, the fathers, the families in Ukraine that are under the siege. We ask you to please show them a way to leave the country if they, if they should leave the country or if they choose to stay in the country to really protect them, protect them from all the bombs and all the weapons and protect their souls. We know that you have infinite wisdoms that we can surrender and release fear, doubt, worries, knowing that you have infinite ways to protect those people there and to protect all of us, you know, for the, for the, for the highest good of this planet. We ask you to please um, allow each one of the viewers on this room, such beautiful soul, souls to really awaken to their truth, awaken to their authentic self, awaken to their power, allow them to release any limiting beliefs that do not serve their health, that do not serve their relationships that do not serve their prosperity and money, health, relationships, career, businesses. We ask you to please allow them to allow them to uh, release one one by one each day, each hour, each week, each month, each year. Let them release uh, those energies that do not serve them and allow it to leave their bodies, leave their consciousness, so that they could truly, truly feel that expansion and growth. And so we thank you for your continued support, your continued love, your continued compassion, your continued protection, and most importantly, your continued unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. Okay, everyone. Hi, Norseman. Oh, okay, it's Norseman. Okay, he he had to go to the uh, go to uh, the gym. Okay, so I'll see you all next week. Much love and blessings to you. If you have a question for the I Ching Oracle, just write it under this video. Much love and blessings again.